Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, These are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Yeah, so without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Who do we have in our third seat? Well, we have basically a legend in the podcast game. This is somebody who's had pretty much any position you've had in what she would describe. And I think most of us would describe as big podcasting. Maybe you heard of WNYC where a lot of the GOAT podcasts emanate from. Maybe you heard of Stitcher where a lot of our friends have shows on that network as well. Maybe you know her work from, I don't know, Revisionist History, The Dream or Bad Blood. If you mess with Elizabeth Holmes, please. Oh, and also I would be remiss to not mention her latest show shameless acquisition target about Mm. podcast acquisitions in which the aim is to sell out as quickly as possible and have the show acquired, which I think is a very noble pursuit. Please welcome to the microphone, Laura Mayer. Thank you for having me. You know, I never had like a wedding reception and I feel like I just got introduced as my own 
couple. <laughs> right? On the oh, dance wow. floor. Oh, wow. Here I wait, am. Wait, what do you mean? Did you wait? You referenced a a, a partner, a spouse. Are I got you married, married, but we didn't. Okay. We just we got married at Staten Congrats. Island Borough Hall. Okay, oh. and then I did a podcast the next day, but okay. we um didn't do a Hell party. Yeah. We never did a party, and we were like, what? oh, we'll do a party. We'll do a party. We never did a party. The only reason to get married is to do a party. Yeah, was it because of pandemic? No, this happened oh. like ten years ago. Oh wow. oh wow! Let's throw a party. Okay. Daniel will DJ yeah. for free. Oh yeah, and I'll MC. Yeah, for free for as long as I want. Right. Yes. Anytime. Yeah, he'll bring all the equipment. He'll bring okay. all the. Yep. He will bring the PA. Okay. He'll bring a subwoofer. What'd you say? You had like a forty-inch sub you could bring. Yes, <laughs> I do. An industrial sub. <laughs> DJ, I'll be there with all the sound. Mm -hmm. Also, like I have a bunch of friends who have kids who are like twelve, thirteen. So can you like? Sure. How are you good at like? Can you get a bar or bat mitzvah dance floor going? Oh yeah. Oh. Oof. I mean, Oof. you don't you don't know this. Absolutely. Daniel and I, we used to moonlight as bar mitzvah pump up dancers. <laughs> you know what I mean, the, people don't know about that not industry. Far from the actual truth. <laughs> they be hiring people with high energy to go to these benay mitzvahs. You know what I mean? Because mm. I, 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 I I respect the culture. Got but two going. Yeah, we go up, turn up. Daniel would do like a backflip and shit. I would do mm -hmm. some fire dancing, and then they would ask us to leave because we weren't hired by the no. people throwing mm. it. But. Well, know. that's what would happen at my wedding ceremony <laughs> 10, 10 minutes after, or ten minutes. Fire. Excuse me, ten years after. So, thank right? you for volunteering your uh, your your labor for free. Absolutely, as somebody, it would be who, my utmost pleasure. Yeah, I just had a wedding, and so I the the best part was the dancing, and not the like the the vows and stuff. I definitely got emotional, but I I'm a dancer, <laughs> you know, I'm a dancer. The love part was okay. The love the dancing. Part, the love part is infinite. The love part is right. always. Sure. The love part yeah. is just your day to day. But That's having, a pre-existing condition. Exactly. It, thank yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You pinpointed it. But it's not having everybody together and watching your dad uh, turn up to like future. You know, that feels mm. like a moment, mm. you know. He was like, what is this? I'm like, it's future. He's like, OK, <laughs> I'm in my I'm in my scumbag era. I'm like, OK, dad, <laughs> let's go. Daniel. O'Brien, no relation, mm. search history. What is it? What is something from there that reveals something about who you are? Can I fly a blimp? Here's, here's how all this started. I was on a fishing boat a couple of days ago, and I saw a blimp on the boat. And uh, if you assume that fishing boats on like a Monday morning are full of older gentlemen, you'd be correct. If you mm -hmm. assume older gentlemen are super into blimps, you'd be correct. If you assume older <laughs> oh, gentlemen hell. love explaining very obvious things to other people. You'd be correct. It's a oh, whole yeah. boat yes. full of people going, blimp, blimp, blimp. Hey, hey, did you see the blimp? Did everyone see the blimp? <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. You never see blimps anymore. That, I was just going to say, you never see blimps anymore. When was the last time you saw a blimp? <laughs> long time. That's uh, me too. Long time blimp. So we all, we all took turns saying blimp for like 45 minutes. And then it got me curious. So I went home and I Googled how many blimps are there, active blimps. Is this mm -hmm. an answer you know already? No. Yes. How many active blimps? Like yes. how many? How many like, blimps are in circulation? Right what does now? that mean? Like, does that mean like it's who can fly one? Like how many are sky worthy, air worthy? I th how yeah, many are yeah. In service? How many, how many, if we needed all of our blimps right now to fend mm -hmm. something off or to travel us, take us very slowly from one, from point A to point B uh, and we got all of them, how many do you think? Okay. And I hate to keep asking because I love like yeah. trivia like this, but I, I always like to narrow it down. What? What classifies as a blimp? Like, what's because in my mind, there's only Goodyear and MetLife. Uh, that's that's the correct size. There are some like yes. like Zeppelins. I don't think are technically blimps, and like I'm not okay. putting hot air balloons in that. It's like like, like very large. Uh, yes, yes, that's the word. Yeah, that's okay. The word. We're, we're getting yeah. into dirigible town. 
I don't know. I'm going to just say maybe there's like three per state. So about 150, less than 200. That's good math. Yeah. I like where you're coming yeah. from with that one. Like, and I feel I, like every state's like, there's like three dirigible guys and they all know each other. Right. right. And I'm only interjecting here because this was something that I, too, was interested in a while ago. It was one of those things where it's like you see a blimp and you ask yourself this question. I think we had a very similar coming to like, let me look, let me look this thing up. And I did some similar math and I'm not going to. Uh, Daniel, please continue. But I just want to oh, say so you're that Miles, saying you already know I, the fucking answer, Daniel. I do know the answer. I'm sorry, to this question, but I'm just saying. I just wanted to I just wanted to say that this is also something that fascinated me. And Miles, I thought the exact same thing you did. So, Daniel, please I like how you're also doing it like a guy who's trying to not say a wrong answer. But it's like yeah. and and look, I was also looking at this and Miles, you're going to love the answer. I'm not gonna, you're going to love yeah. it. I'm not going to let give me an tell you something. That you're going to love it. Wrong and we're going to throw it back to Daniel. Daniel yeah. Yeah. Back to you. All right, DLB. The rough consensus is 25, 25, what? the whole world, the yes. whole world. Wait, that's the I whole know, world? That's it. that's it. All of them. Yeah. I thought we were all talking about it. I completely got, oh my, that just almost yeah, had a all panic attack. That's There's all we have. 25? And I, it put me, I, I'm thrilled to announce exclusively here on this podcast that I, I, I have entered my blimp phase of my life because now I'm down <laughs> oh. a rabbit hole of it. Because now that there are so few, I was very curious, can I fly a blimp? That was yeah. my question. And Google assumed I meant, can I ride in a blimp? And, no, motherfucker. Which is not what I wanted. But that took me to the Goodyear blimp page for passenger information, where I learned that rides aboard the Goodyear blimp are by invitation only. Oh. So I went back to Google, and they said people often ask, how much does it cost to ride a blimp? There are no tickets to buy. All blimp rides are auctioned off for charity at a cost of $14,000 for two people, as told to us by a blimp pilot during our tour. If you wish to take a free tour of like a sitting blimp that's not in the air, you right. can call and find out about that. MetLife <laughs> does not permit rides in its blimps, and Goodyear only offers rides in its three blimps to auction winners. Wow. So wait, damn, and Goodyear has three of the 25. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. What a percentage. I know. That, I mean, that's what I was going to say. They're known for that. Yeah. That's like, and oh my are, God, I think most people don't even know they make tires. There's so few blimps in the world. There are so few blimp pilots out there. It takes a very mm. long time to learn how to do that. And it also, from the, a quick Wired article I was reading, it's very, there's no autopilot for it. Every blimp ride mm -hmm. is different. You have to get, every blimp is different. You have to get a feel for the, like they say, the personality of the blimp. And you also have to be able to, what? like moment to moment, you're responding to air pockets and wind and weather and no takeoff and landing are the same. And it's just like these very skilled, very few people who are taking these expensive, difficult, and, and the more I think about it, once in a lifetime blimp rides that I, I desperately want to be on. And I don't wow. think there is 100%. a clear path for me to be on a blimp. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that there's no <laughs> clear path for you. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Zeit Gang, if you know anything about, about piloting an airship, a dirigible, mm -hmm. please contact us. Because we mm. have a young man here mm. who we don't know how, how much time he has left. I don't know, maybe... 50 years, sure. 55 years. That'd be great. Left on this planet. That's what the doctors are giving you more or less. <laughs> yeah. Or life expectancy for a man in New Jersey. I don't yeah. know what that is, but that's it. And he would like to be on an airship. Can't you maybe, this sounds like this sort of like thing that happens in Japan, right? There's a lot of things that are dying out, like with generations, like certain ways of making things or harvesting things. And there's like a generation of younger people who don't want it to die. So like they're using like, you know, everything they can to just like try and preserve these like old methods of like making like soy sauce, for example, 
I feel like, where is that for our blimp pilots? Why aren't we like trying to preserve this? Yeah, I ju- it's just a thing that I don't think there's enough interest in. Like no one is, no Tesla is going to develop like sustainable blimps because I think yeah. it's just like me and a hundred other people on Google who want to ride blimps anymore. So they're just like, <laughs> there's not enough interest. And you look at like, it's very expensive to, it's like a hundred thousand dollars per ride of blimp to just like, well, damn, to just fill it with helium. And when I learn these things, I'm like, yeah, we, we probably, uh, there's, there's no way mm. blimps are anything but terrible for the environment. And there's not enough interest to, to fix that problem. So it's just going to be one of those things like alarm clocks that dies in my lifetime. And right. most mm. people are going to be fine with it. And I will not be. Yeah. Damn, that is a damn shame. Yeah. You know, I foresee something in the Department of Drones replacing what blimps do for us. Yeah. But you can't you can't fly, you know, LED drones don't work during the daytime and nothing replaces that presence in the sky like a big round hot mm-hmm. doggy shaped blimp yeah. just like cruising through the air, well, especially when there's an unsuspecting group of like non-combatants and they see that huge shadow come over their backyard party. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm talking yeah. about a Reaper drone. I think they're thinking <laughs> different things. Oh, yeah, that would be cool, too. That would <laughs> yeah. be cool as well. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? I think phone calls are underrated. Because mm. sometimes it's like, look, I just need an answer right now. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. I just real quick. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like typing it. Maybe it's like, maybe it's too much to explain. Yeah. It's a lot. I'm just like, yo, hey, you pulling up Friday? Yeah. All right, fool. Good. Right. Now, easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just tell me right now so I can move on. Like, I'm just trying to check this. I don't see no problem with that. Now, granted, I do have a friend that refuses to text and only calls. Mm. That's different. But like. <laughs> you nah, text I'm them just, and the, by like, right, you hit send and suddenly your phone is ringing. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> like, like, oh, no. You're like, what? No, but like. There was a reason it, I texted. Uh, I promise. Yeah, but generally, yeah. if it's just like, hey. We need to do this by Friday. Bet. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's underrated. You know, honestly, in this day and age of mostly text communication, it's harder to deny you didn't get the info if you got that call, too. Yeah, right. it's like, bro, I called you. What do you mean? I like, talk we don't to even you. talk. You and you pick yeah. up the phone. You're like, oh wow, look who's using the phone. You remember this fucking conversation? Like, oh, yeah, we right. had a conversation. Yep. Okay. That's yes. on me. So I think it's underrated. We've we've had people on here talk about phone calls being underrated for like catching up, hearing people's voices, like interpersonal connection. But in terms of, I think I think this might be the first time we've had people like advocate for phone calls in terms of like exchanges of information this, so a thing that i know some people who do is they will leave an intentionally vague voicemail or text that's like hey can you call me or something you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah because they just like they want the call to happen quicker right and i, I hate that that's, i hate that that's I scary. It's passive aggressive. You, and it's also, passive aggressive. Or you got to yeah. let them know it's it's nothing bad. Right. I'm right, like, right. Dude, my first thing is like, so just call me. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. just call. Don't give me that. Because now I'm now my brain going every. I'm Grinning. like, dog, that feels manipulative. I'm right. just like, yo, look. And because I now I'd much rather like I don't now in their defense, like I don't like catching up on the phone. I'd much <laughs> rather be like, yo, let's go get coffee. Let's go do something. Right. I'll catch right. up with you in person, but I right. definitely don't want to be walking around the house for, for an hour and a half. 
right. right. Talking okay. about, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. But I think a phone call, especially because of like the work that we do, like I had to call my, like, I, I, did, I had to text my assistant yesterday and was like, hey, I need to fill this out by the 10th. Mm. She ain't respond. Yep. So I was like, the 10th is today. Like, had I just <laughs> called her and was like, yo, do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Got it. You know? Because yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, my bad. I didn't see this text. And I'm like, that's fair. She could have been yeah. in flight. She, I'm not her only client. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, God, dog, man, just let me just call you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> In that case, you just hit the exclamation point on on the Bro, on your I own. Will show the back. <laughs> I will that's... show you. That's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> uh... I'm sorry, you did. I did. I didn't add the proper. <laughs> yes, and she just replied, "Sorry, I got you." Punctuation. Because I hit was the, the word uh... I was looking for. There it is. I hit the exclamation point. Power the tap Absolutely. Yep. What is something you think is underrated? Underrated? I ha- I have to go with my girl Carly Rae Jepsen. I will not shut up about her. Uh-huh. I love her. <laughs> She's released two new singles this year. They are both good in different ways. And uh, I'm seeing her on tour in October, and she's dropping a new album. And I just feel like she doesn't get the respect the respect put on her name that she deserves for being truly just one of the greatest pop girlies in the game right Wait, now. Wait, you're going to that show at the Greek? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was thinking, I saw that date. I was just at the Greek. I saw something mm-hmm. and I saw like all the shows coming up and I was looking at her match. I said, hey, I'm down to go see that Carly Rae Jepsen. Show. Gotta, I I'll be and there. I think you and a lot of listeners are like, go see the shit live. Go see it. She's great. Go see a show. She's a fun time. Yeah. Wait, so what's her new music? Is it, I, cause I just listened to that one album like from two years ago, like a lot. What's the new Dedicated? Music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is. Great stuff on Dedicated. She has a new album coming out called The Loneliest Time. And a lot of it was written during lockdown. And she started doing like Zoom collab sessions. She wrote like a hundred songs and then like whittled it down. No, she overwrites. It's crazy. For emotion, she wrote like 200 songs. Oh, so when she dies, it's going to be like Tupac. Right. Yeah. Like, you're like, yo, you ready for that new CRJ? But don't, like, don't speak that into it. Uh, don't worry, she's don't not in that. any Damn, Miles. I'm talking about when she dies a natural death at the age of 140. Okay. okay. And then they'll just be dropping music from her 20s. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everyone's be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> 30s. She this is, is right. like 36 years like. old. She's in her is like she? late 30s. Yeah. She is? Because right. mm-hmm. oh, wow. when, when Call was... Me Maybe dropped, she was like 26, and that was 10 years ago. Oh, shit. Mm. I had no idea. Okay, mm-hmm. Carly Rae. Michael. For some reason, I always associated her with Bieber because that song, like, hit, I think, around the time Bieber was, like, at his peak fame. Oh, shit. And they were both Canadians. And yeah, I just, fellow Canadian. Mm-hmm. I associated and he's in one of her music videos. Like a, yeah, I just, uh, I was like, oh, they're like teeny boppers. She's but my, then, yeah. So for that reason, I spent five years not listening to her. And then I heard uh, Run Away With Me. And I was like, oh, okay. that's a good song. That's a good song. On Tinder okay. one time, on Tinder, I matched with the guy who directed the music video for Run Away With Me. And I was like, didn't you direct the music video for Run Away With Me? And he never responded. He's like, Ugh, Wait, you recognized him by name? You were like, I'm sorry, excuse me. Are no, you he had like the... a he, he had like a thing that said that he was like a director or something. So then I Googled him. Oh, uh-huh. right. I like Googled him director and then found that he directed the music video for Run Away With Me. And I was like, <gasps> Hello. Oh my God. The <laughs> love of my life. <laughs> and then he he's the one that got away. Oh, yeah. Well, it happened. To quote a Katy Perry song. You guys know that mm. song? The one that no, got I away? Don't. 
I know it is very... about Josh Groban, which is crazy to me. Every time oh. I listen to it, I'm like, he's, you know, no disrespect Groban. to Mr. Groban. I, I yeah. like Josh Groban. I feel but... like a lot of disrespect for Josh Groban is about to happen. But go no, ahead. No, I just, <laughs> they don't seem compatible to me. And it's crazy to me that Katy Perry is writing who, that he is the one that got away. Who has she been compatible with, though? We were just talking about her recently. And we're like, I Russell feel like Orlando Brand, Bloom has... is a good fit for her. Yeah, Bloom. Yeah. Her in Orlando Bloom. I just, to me, she's like so, I, it's so hard for me to put my finger on like who she actually is as a person. Like I get like the avatar of Katy Perry with Orlando Bloom, but I'm, you know, I want to know the real Katy. I do. Does she even know the real Katy? That's the question. Behind do any of all us the... know who we are? Carly Rae Jepsen does. You can hear it in her yes, honesty she does. lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> leave it at that. Yes. Josh Groban. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Two names. Uh, no, Orlando Bloom, I have heard mentioned multiple times for different reasons in the last week on various podcasts. What was the last uh, week? One for fighting Justin Bieber. And I forget what the other one was for. Why is he fighting a child? Like, I know that Justin Bieber is an adult. That wasn't like, even recently? raised. They were just talking about it like it was like a tale of the tape boxing thing on a. Uh, this is important. Another iHeart podcast. That's a lot of fun. And yeah, they were, but they were just talking about it like, yeah, fight, you know, between I was like, that is it's like telling me like Robert Redford fought like uh, Michael Jackson when he was in the Jackson five. It's like they're <laughs> different. Also, Justin is not well right now. So I just feel like. Yeah. I would well, let this it was, go. Oh, I don't, this was this a, is from 2014. I know what you're talking about. It was a long about. time oh, okay. ago. It was yeah, a long okay. time yeah. ago. But it still, like, Justin Bieber was even younger than mm-hmm. a child. But I don't know. And then somebody else was talking about him as an actor in another podcast I listened to. It's like, Bloom is having a moment in the zeitgeist for no good reason. Yeah. I think yeah. he's he's about to be in some new movie or something. Whatever. Who gives a shit? That bloom is definitely off the rose. Okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break while we bask in that. And then we'll, we'll come back and ask you for something that you think is overrated. Ooh. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. What, what they're like looking for, we're going to use the famous catchphrase, the Daily Zeitgeist. We don't know. Could, could be a lot. <laughs> could be a lot. I mean... It's definitely it's definitely classified documents that the archives know are there and they've tried to get back many times. Yes, that's at a minimum. Is that definitely true? Well, you think about right, like even to get a warrant, you got to explain this. If I when I when I execute this search, it means I can turn up evidence that will show that this crime said crime has been committed. You also have to say, like, what has been done on the way to even say you need a search warrant if you've exhausted all the other things. Because you're being like, because then you're like, the only fucking option we have now is to run up. That's it. Yeah. And I think to get yeah, there, you have to. Dem- and, and, the, and the lawyers have been speaking to his lawyers about this. So there's something there for sure. Yeah, they said they've it, been talking since June and was like. Like meetings, like and right. Trump was at one of them where he was like, "Yo, you got a box of what now? Right. All right, uh, gotta run. Hey, gotta can run. you lock it up though? Like that's they they even said that if they was like, "Yo, can you make sure you lock that up? Lock <laughs> her up. Yep. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, okay. Yeah. But I still think I don't know how else to slice this. This is it's objectively funny. <laughs> Everything about this is. It's just funny because we have to back up a step to be like this grown man tried to flush paper down the toilet. Right. Like yeah. you, yeah. you so like like paper, like 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 what we used to do when you trying to hide a joint from your mama. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I remember my dad used to tell me all the time, son, I'm gonna quit smoking. I quit smoking. Mm. And you would and it would be a cigarette butt just floating in the toilet. <laughs> right. Mm. And I'm like, you don't have to tell me you're quitting. You know what I'm saying? For me to have to find, like, you could just be, you smoke in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's just what you did because I'm seeing it's like, or at least watch it flush, you know? <laughs> but I'm like, if you can't get a cigarette butt down, you took an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and thought you could flush it in the toilet. Yeah. That's objectively funny. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They just Panicked. had to dig clumps of it out of the White House, which we knew. We knew already, like, that that was yeah. coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I'm like, OK, it's objectively funny because it's like, yo, I'm going to take this box with me as a memento. Right. Even if it's just like I think it's a moment, even if you not hiding crimes. Right. You're just like, oh, this is dope. I want to remember that I was a president at one time. I want to be able to show this to chicks like that's funny. Like, 
That you is need exactly to, what we would expect from him, too. You need you you like fam, you don't we all know you was the president. Like you ain't gotta like, you don't need to die. What is you doing? You know right. what I'm saying? And if you hiding evidence, fam, you keeping it? And then on the top of that, it's just I'm 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 going off because it's obviously a fresh in everybody's mind, but I'm like, this man was like, they even broke into my safe. Yeah. Where I what? keep stolen documents. Oh. <laughs> right. Let me get you 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 don't think the feds was gonna go in your safe? Right. You thought they you thought the the, the FBI that was, was gonna walk in your that house. Was I hadn't called Ali Ali Oxen free yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know what completely saying? out of touch with anything approaching consequences. <laughs> for, yeah, like for bro, you really thought you really thought yeah. that well, if you put it in a safe, that's... the FBI gonna be like, oh right. Well, it's in a safe, guys. I guess we could go home. Right. Because there's going to be a lot of finger pointing, right? Like, because it's yeah. he's under the idea that because I'm president, I can declassify whatever I want, which is yeah. true. But there is a a, a a process in which to do that. Because yeah. Trump was getting in trouble doing that shit just on Twitter. He's like, I hereby declassify this shit, and they're like, <laughs> No, they're like, You have to go through a proper chain of command, like a chain of custody, yeah. to make sure certain documents are. You can't just be by decree. So there's yeah. that element. Then it's like, Who boxed up the shit? Who moved the yeah. shit there? And there's a lot of people, a lot of hands on it where I'm sure maybe Trump can begin to be like, I never did anything, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. it seems to be from a lot of the accounts that Trump himself knew what was where and had a hand in handling shit. So, I don't, again, it is hard to know, like, where this yeah. goes because it feels kind of like in everyone's minds, like, what is this, some weak sauce, a documents charge they're trying to get him on? Is it that there's highly classified information and there's like an espionage angle where this dude clearly had some like documents that he could maybe yeah. sell to people, blackmail yeah. people with shit like that. If there's because clearly or just like cover up the evidence, in which case, I have which to is also another crime. Flush that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's but that's thing. what I'm like, saying. He would have so burned like, that shit. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm like, he this is. is objectively funny because right. I'm like, in no way are you. Ha I don't know what your angle is. You handled it all wrong. Right. I don't know what the angle is. This is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I'd say the one skill that he has more than any other president we've had is he's better at getting away with crimes than I True. think most most presidents because or you know like outside of the official channels of like yeah. doing the crimes through the CIA or FBI. So like I I just yeah. I don't know. Like I my Mueller sense is tingling. Like some some of the shit in the New York Times thing was just like the search, however, does not mean prosecutors have determined that Mr. Trump committed a crime, despite the yeah. historical and political. It's just it it worries me that like the this will come to nothing other than you know like it they they're I I don't think they're going to stage a successful civil war over this, but I do think there's going to be violence. Well, the yeah, in and they're definitely going to feel yeah, they definitely going to feel like vindicated. Like this is the stuff we've been telling you. We've told you this was coming, right? And that's know? what they've been saying. They said if they yeah. can do it to President every, every a lot of politicians have had a version of they if they can do this to President Trump, they can do it to you. Well, right. they if have you, done it you, to us. So yeah, like, they do it to people. Is, they do it to the people all the time. time. Right. Number like, one. Oh, you mean people who commit crimes? <laughs> like, what yeah. So that's about? the other thing. So that's why I'm like, that's the thing when I think about like that, that like far right circle or even these uh, all of a sudden these Republicans that are on some defund the police situations now. Right. Like, I'm like, OK, so here, here's what I don't understand. And I, I would love some clarity on this. Like, where, where how are y'all thinking about this? Like when I think about in the fight for justice, freedom and equality. 
or even just street life. We're under no delusions that we're committing crimes. Right. Like, even if it's like civil unrest. Yeah. Like, I know this is a crime. So the feds are a matter of time. Right. Like, I know they're coming. Right. Because these because these sit ins, you know, what I'm saying that Dr. King states are crimes. Like, we know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The difference is the feds was coming. We, the, the, the feds don't want black people to organize. So they was coming whether we was committing crimes or not. Right. right. But since we committing crimes, I, I know it's but it's the right thing to do because we need because of the course of justice. Right. Right. So my question with them is like, OK, so which one is it? Is it like, are you do you understand that he committed crimes? No. Nope. It's just the right thing to do. The right or, thing to do, no, because the, them the he's right thing. Innocent, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, he's innocent in the sense that what the reason people are trying to, you know, uh, prosecute him, persecute him, is for the wrong reasons, you know. Right. And it's not about that. There is a fun, you know, because all the time, the, the, suddenly the Hillary email thing doesn't matter. Documents yeah. don't matter. Trump was mad at James Comey for having documents and tried to get him, like, you know, under yeah. the jail for stuff like that. All it is is. No, man, we're going to do whatever the fuck we need to do. So at the all end of y'all the day, are, are bowing at our feet. That's it. At the, it doesn't matter. At the we're, end of the day. Yeah. Because I'm like, OK, so, yeah, you're right. So it's like, I mean, obviously, like we know at the at the core, this what they saying. I'm just like, man, let me follow your logic, though, because is he is he is he fighting for the soul of our country? And sometimes you got to break some eggs. And, you know, he broke eggs mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you're like. He's done nothing wrong this whole time. And that's the part that I'm like, I, I think don't it's, get it, it's, bre- it's breaking eggs because there was a study about how conservatives are like exponentially more forgiving if they find out a politician of their yeah. party committed a crime, like paying yeah. somebody to give false testimony. Yeah. Like in this poll, <laughs> they found that Republicans were like way more accepting. Be like, I don't know if that's what you got to do. Like, so yeah. in a way, they they're kind of soprano fied in their mindset, like they're on yeah. some gangster shit where they're like, yeah, we know it's dirt, but that's what you got to do to stay on top. And yeah. like along with all of this, it just kind of we have all these dimensions of trying to understand when when is there going to be any kind of accountability? Who's going to bring yeah. it? Is, is Merrick Garland going to do anything? I mean, this is a huge thing. Like it, it is yeah. now whether or not the DOJ actually knows, like if they're going to be able to wrap this shit up properly. That's yeah. a whole that's the other part. I'm like, I'm curious where this lands, because, yeah, for sure. A lot of people describe it as crossing the Rubicon. Like you raid a former president's house with the FBI. That's a that's a move. It really so is. Are you going to come? Are they half stepping and being like, well, I think this will be the stuff that sticks. Or are they really like, no, OK, this is just the final piece, whatever. It's really that's the part that I think is variable. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure of at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, what if you just had, like, the binder that had all the details of who killed JFK, and he was just like, you're going to let Holden me be it. president again? Yeah, like, he's like, I'll tell everybody. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll tell like, like that feels that's like the sort of shit that would work and work itself out in his yeah. brain. Or he's been, yeah. like, double hoodwinked where they made a fake binder of secrets that he <laughs> thinks is all real. They're like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Right, right. <laughs> the things that worry me, and this might just be because, like, most of the sort of main reporting that's happening is in the New York Times, but like the appeal to like it being a double standard, Mr. Trump, who campaigned on criticizing Hillary's practice of maintaining a private email server, was known throughout his term to rip up official material like that is not going to be enough, you know, that right. 
Like we, they need a smoking gun, and I'm hoping that they recognize that they needed to, like, have a smoking gun and be yeah. super confident I mean, it was there if they were going to do this shit. Also, I'm like losing faith in our ability to pull off like you know conspiracy theories. How the fuck are you not just like getting to the cleaning person, and, like right. you know sending Ethan Hunt in there to right. steal that shit? What what's well, going on? Unless they're yeah. trying to send a message, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's, like, I, I there's all, yeah. There's that, the, the New York Times of it all that is always on some, like, oh, yeah, this is it! You right. know? And yeah. it's like, okay, yo, chill. Like, it's like the Crocs thing. It's like, okay, right. it's dope. Chill, we'll fam. Like, but chill. I, you know? I think the other part is, too, in any other time, you'd say this could potentially be, like, you know, sensitive documents as it pertains to national security. There's like, right. there are a couple ways to actually describe what it is. And I right. think it's very charitable for a lot yeah. of people saying he mishandled documents. Yeah, right. When the crime could potentially be he's taking top secret shit to Mar-a-Lago as <laughs> like an selling... insurance policy or maybe to set up some other power move down the road. And right. selling that's secrets to the Soviets also. Like, <laughs> right. Just go yeah, back to the like, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's talking to the Soviets and, and the, the conservatives. Like, because, yeah, because. It's like it's uncharted, but it's like, OK, of all the things that are uncharted, this the last part, this the part that makes the most sense is like of all the uncharted stuff. Right. What's uncharted is somebody losing an election and acting like they ain't lost. Right. What's uncharted, you know what I'm saying, is right. actually taking a box out the way. You know what I'm saying? The only part that makes sense is the feds being like, hey, you can't take that. Yeah. <laughs> what do we? What is what they're is like, you doing? They're like, Did right. you ask him? They're like, yo, he said fuck you last time you came. <laughs> last time that's what he said. So I'm like, I, what? Okay. Yeah. So, the yeah. the other thing that jumped out to me in the Times reporting on this is they're talking about so in January of this year, the archives received 15 boxes from Trump that he had taken with him to Mar-a-Lago. And we're just never going to know what was in that shit, or at least like not for decades, because yeah. they described the classified material. They didn't describe the classified material it found other than to say that it was, quote, classified national security information. Like, yeah. that's not going to be enough. They're, no. they're really going to need to. They said you know, some of the things that they're potentially retrieving in that raid were like too, too sensitive to even describe what right. the documents were. They so, that's like crazy, that. man. But I don't know. Yeah. And I'm saying that's the thing is like, if it is that, then, the, you know, journalists have a responsibility to not be like, he's like, he was playing, messing around with papers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. No, this is real. Because yeah, right. it is, it is the move of like a greedy motherfucker who's like on his way out of their free hotel stay. And he's like, I'm going to take the bathrobes. I'm going to take the fucking towels. Yeah. I'm going to get something out of me leaving here right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And that is the mindset of someone dirty like that, which would be, box up this sensitive material because I might be able to use that shit later. I don't know when. Yeah, but yeah maybe he I'm don't saying, even know what's in it. He might yeah. not even know all that's in it. He might just be like, I'm just going to take this. It's probably something dope in here. I don't know yet. Yeah. If it's that, like, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think it needs to be connected to his, like, attempts to yeah. uh, fix the election it very, for it to pay off yes. in the American, like, mind in some way, you know? Yeah, sure. There's an, and there's a ton of speculation of like what could be in there. Like, is it the phone transcripts with Zelensky that was yeah. part of his first impeachment? Is it stuff right. in the lead up to January 6th? Is it stuff yeah. about 
Tom Barrick, who was a huge donor who asked him to meet with like officials from Cutter or like get yeah. him a pardon. There's plenty of shit that I believe is that many people are like, if there is, there could be a lot of incriminating shit in there. That's for sure. When you look at all the yeah. controversy surrounding him and what he would choose to be like, I got to hold on to this. But like, why would he not tear that shit up? Keep it. For yeah, that's what I'm who, saying. That's like, a, that's the thing. Like that, it it feels like the the more I think about it, I hadn't really been able to wrap my mind around it until you said the thing about him, like just stealing <laughs> confidential information and like trying to use it as leverage, which does make sense. Yeah, of the sort of thing <laughs> that Trump would do, but also as the sort of thing that like probably is not going to land with people as much, you know, yeah. as as if it were like documents with him trying to fix the election, which we know he did. We just don't, I don't yeah. think the evidence exists. But then but then you fall yeah. into the trap of like, well, it's got to be bad of enough of a crime that these fucking people who support yeah. him understand. That's not yeah. going to happen. That's, that's never, never going to happen. So like, I just want happen. the who rest of the shit? people to understand. Yeah. yeah, and they should. At least if if it's the charges, this guy's got classified material and yeah. he's fucking taking it to have a stroll with or potentially right. sell it. Most people yeah. be like, "Yeah, you can't do that shit." That's what that's do you do for it, huh? What do you yeah. give me? Backflip. <laughs> but I and I just want to say, like, their response, like to your point of like the the on the right, they don't know what the fuck to say right now, aside from just uh, like absolute anger. Because if Civil the, yeah. if the figurehead can be toppled by the FBI, then that means they're everybody's now vulnerable. anyone can get touched yeah exactly and i think but also but also like even on their side of the thing like they have to know like when everybody go home that he the most reckless person they got in their squad like you, you they're like on the other hand you know you real reckless you know what i'm right. saying so i they they i just i have to believe even in all of their ghoulishness that you have some sense of logic of like right. well i mean it could happen to anybody but also I think most of us got sense enough to know not to take a box home. Right. Well, but that's the thing, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if the if the person you, you know, is, is the figurehead of your movement can get away with all kinds of crimes, that 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 bleeds into the the base and they're like, "Yeah, man, like True, that's, that's but if you like look, like again, hood politics antennas. If like if you're you're one friend that's like, "Shit, I'll go in their house. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'll go in there and take that antenna." It's like, "All right, nigga, go ahead." You know what I'm saying? It's like Cause just cause you did it the last two houses, you think you okay to go in there and steal this PS4? Okay, go for it. Yeah, no, when I'll watch. You realize when you realize that this fool's mom's boyfriend, who a old school Damu, just happened to be taking a nap in the back, and he see <laughs> your little ass in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Right. And be <laughs> and beat you to a pulp. Then I'm like, well. I mean, if it happened to him, happen to anybody. Yeah. Also, I knew not to go into that boy's house. Right. But and every, I feel like we're using our brains to try True. to think like them and they are authoritarian like they True. you know they they think that trump should be able to break all the rules including kill people like that they you know he came out like during his campaign he came True. out and was like I, I could shoot someone in fucking park avenue and they were True. like hell yeah and that like that is the fundamental right wing ideology bleeding through is that they are authoritarians they don't give a fuck like you know yeah it's right when, if i say it's right yeah if there's right. anything that just resembles accountability it's a disaster because right. the momentum in their minds of the movement is to just like just 
flood through everything and be like, Bonkers. no, you can't stop this. It's we we said we're done with this. It's all ethno nationalism now. Fuck yeah. this. I mean, and, they've known that shit since Fred Hampton was killed by the FBI. Like, they, yep. it's not like they don't think that happened. They know that yeah. happened at some level. They just don't give a fuck. They think which is really interesting because they have people on Fox the night of the raid. A lot of people, especially people like Matt Gates, who are you know being investigated by the FBI. Totally. Like, yeah, the FBI needs to go. Right. Marjorie Taylor Greene's like, we got to get rid of this shit. And I want you to hear this other pundit on Fox 2 who go, who's also this is like this, this F like down with the FBI take has gained so much steam with this raid. But I just want you to hear this because this is another take on Fox about how th this thing needs to be completely dissolved. This is a wake up call for those in Congress to be able to use the tools at their disposal to defund the FBI, to ask the right questions and to prepare for a church style commission next year. If given a Republican majority to dismantle the FBI into a thousand bits. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> Listen, that Laura Ingram coming in yeah. there and just like cut, like kind of bored for sure. for being sure. like, yeah, that's I the thing. Objective, that's what I'm saying. It's objectively funny. That yeah, is I, funny. It's wild. You can't have you can't step. First of all, look, I don't think you can step to the FBI on some regular ass outraged Karen energy. Like, you know, actually, this needs to be abolished. Blah, blah, blah. They get their man. I'm like, I don't. I, yeah. I, I, name. I, FBI ain't taking no losses ever. That's, right. I'm like, that's that's what I'm saying. That's a weird enemy yes. to articulate as a like a political entity. And I'm like, what is this? What is being said at the FBI now? And they're like. Yo, a lot of these people really think they can come for like fam. For I'm us? like, check, check the scoreboard, my G. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, they don't take L's. Like, I remember when he first started messing. Like, we, that's one thing we talked about on the show too, where it's like, bro, like you can ask the mob, you can ask the Black Panthers, you can ask. Listen, he <laughs> told you about them feds. Right. <laughs> you, you're not gonna win this one, big dog. And right. I don't know, that's, but then it's wild, right? Because then, or if, yeah. if the thing is, you come to power, then you put stooges in, and it just becomes a True. crew of people with guns who just become your other. So it's just wild to yeah. see how there's so many moving parts right now. And yeah. meanwhile, you do have Eric Trump. I just want to play this clip of him. He sounded like he was running out of steam to be like, to try and like <laughs> articulate any outrage because like his dad just got his shit raided. And I don't know, he, he's definitely, he's running out of gas on the outrage. And going back to Hillary, there's a whole lot of other things. How about the Benghazi scandals? How about the Clinton uh -huh. Foundation? I mean, uh -huh. how many, you know, shady oligarchs from Russia were contributing to that? Look about, how about Uranium One? Uh -huh. You want to talk about, you know, scandals that were never investigated, never vetted? Mm -hmm. It's funny how many times he literally said, what about? <laughs> or how what about? about? <laughs> how about? <laughs> That's the name of what you're doing, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about? How about? What about? How about? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I yeah, can't bro. believe that's his real voice. That's wild. Yeah, true. All right, let's take All a right. quick break. We're going to come back and talk about some documents we actually have access to wonderfully, uh, fortuitously, mm -hmm. which are Alex Jones's text messages. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. Republicans dating. <laughs> not a thing. Uh, really, I guess. Uh, if you are a really sad fascist this week and you are just devastated by the news that law enforcement occasionally comes for rich white people and you're single... This week may not be all bad, actually, because that's right. Uh, as if no one fucking asked because they didn't. <laughs> former White House press secretary Kaylee McEnany's oh. sister. OK, Hell <laughs> Ryan, yeah. she's out here. How many ends? You got to spell it. There it we helps. go. Our, you know, look. Our, it's like got seven ends because it's like, and this is our daughter, Ryan. She's she's out her hawking a new product for single magas. And we've we saw this teased before because Peter Thiel was investing in this dating platform called The Right Stuff. You know, because all of us are down with new kids on the block and we can get that cool reference. But he's backing it. Oh, yeah. Bingo. But yes, this is like so Peter Thiel has been investing in this. And this is another app in a long line of failed dating apps that's tailored to bigots. And we've we talk about this every time they come up. I remember in the beginnings when the Trump administration first began, there were all these like pieces that were like, what it's like to be a Republican trying to date in the beltway. Uh, like, those was my favorite genre, though, because then they would say and then the person saw on, you know, on Tinder or whatever that I I'm a Republican or work in the Trump administration right. and they dumped me. And I was like, yeah, that is a joy. Yeah, this no is shit. joyful. 
This means I, enjoy. They didn't like my Twitter bio said Mexicans are bad. And they they took a problem with that. And they said I'm racist. I don't understand. I deserve to I, be loved too, even though I my whole personality is built on dehumanizing others. But there was this one one app called Writer. Okay, R-I-G-H-T-E-R. And this their tagline was quote, when you're tired of getting swiped left. <laughs> getting, when you're tired of getting swiped left on for your political beliefs, use Ryder. Okay, fine. Then there was Donald Daters, if you remember. No, Donald uh, no. Really? Yes. The What's... founder said this, the need that they said, quote, I saw a real need for this. People who go on the mainstream apps, they're told if you're a Trump supporter, swipe left. That app's data got fucking hacked like three days after launching. And it was a total <laughs> embarrassment. If Perfect. you look, these accounts like they, their Twitters haven't they've like haven't been active since like 2019. So it's it's definitely a struggle out there for for the racists. And, you know, I don't feel for them, but I understand the investment opportunity for people like Peter. But it's just it's very definitely hard in this dating scene. And it's again, like I'm saying, it, we're, we're all about vibes. It's almost like mm. when your whole identity is like these Bad are non humans. These yeah. are non humans. That's not a that's not a fuckable vibe. I'm sorry no, for most no. people. Very very unfuckable. And I get other people might be like, I am also backwards and hate. But I have a feeling those couples aren't really gonna. I don't think a a, a relationship a deep built connection on hate. there. Yeah, mm. more underlying issues. I there. just wish them nothing. Like I feel like they shouldn't be allowed to buy Apple products. They shouldn't be like whenever I see like a repo, like like Ivanka wearing an Apple Watch, I'm like, you shouldn't be allowed to have nice things. Oh yeah, no. I just feel like <laughs> they should not be allowed to have anything. I have a very really rich fantasy about what happens in through punishment, like turning all the Trump buildings into house housing for homeless public folks, housing. public yeah, housing, right. and for all sure. the and all the golf courses into parks, and yeah, you know all. The, they're just a very rich. It's rich, and yeah. he has yeah. to watch the it all. Take over. Yeah, he has to watch it all from <laughs> yeah. jail. But yeah. uh, that that being said, I I wish I I wish them no love and no. And I also am assuming that it has a horrible design interface and somehow is like a terrible uh, experience. Okay, for everybody. well, guess what? Bad UI. Uh, the UI looks pretty dope. You want to know oh. how I know? Because I, I'm watching the promo video and you're going to have to watch a part of it too right now. What? Listen mm -hmm. in because here's Ryan McEnany. Ryan with nine N's. There is two N's. Oh my goodness. Out here. Uh, this is like kind of like a chopped up version of the, the ad. What is but she wearing? What's happening? What's happening? A straight jacket. It is oh, like goodness. a... <laughs> I don't know. What you what do you call that? Like a biker It's a double-breasted? Yeah. yeah. Anyway... Check her out, and this is her kind of giving you a pitch on why you should go to Hateration, the data app or whatever. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Ryan. I've got to tell you about something I am so excited to announce. A dating app for all of us conservatives. It's called The Right Stuff. Uh -huh. It's launching this September. Okay. What I love most about it is that it's invite only. Ooh. Not just anyone can join. First of all, it's free to use. This looks like a tampon ad. You'll never have to pay. For my ladies, you'll never all get premium subscriptions for simply inviting a couple friends. Gentlemen, if you want access to premium, that's on you. That's on you, fam. Those are the only two options. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh! That's a stock photo. I did a Google image search. Start off by building your perfect profile. No pronouns necessary. 
Okay. Oh. Well, no, they're unnecessary. Also, is, no is, is, necessary. is access to premium a euphemism, a sexy euphemism? Ooh, that's on you. That's on Ellis, you. That's on you. You want access it's, to premium? <laughs> I like how they run it like a shitty nightclub where it's like ladies in free before nine as long as the ratios are good. Fellas, <laughs> thirst outside yeah. and then come in and be insufferable because the discrepancy between who pays and who doesn't is only adding to your hatred of women. I don't know. So here's mm. my here's my thing about things like this. It's like uh, question. Like, Question. why, why aren't they embarrassed? Like, why is this a thing that, that, that people are doing publicly? Because they're so proud of being un- You have to lean into unattractive. it. You have yeah. to lean into it, right? Because you will never see, like, I mean, you see Republicans, they do the victim thing when it, like, right. serves them. But in this instance, they can't just say, this is so fucked up just because all of my values don't align with a majority of other people out there looking for a romantic partner doesn't mean I have to suffer. And it's easier to say, guess what? We're all pieces of shit. And that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Welcome to piece of shit dater dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, everyone's a piece of shit. So you're never going to have to hear about why you're a piece of shit. Yeah, that's like the whole, you know, safe space mentality of this. It's just to lean into it and say nothing's wrong with what we believe. But also, I also feel like in our, you know, I have friends who, so we're in New York and LA, friends outside of Chicago, say, who are trying to date. And every, ten, everybody who pops up is like, and I wish there was a no vax sticker you could right. have, or they're like somebody in like a, I can't say, uh, problematic shirts of, yeah. And <laughs> it's all like, it's all, all like it, completely conservative. And he's actually struggling to find somebody who's not like that. So I think right. it's, it's so contextual too. It's this victimization piece, which is, yeah. that's the part where I'm like, who, I'm sure you could find people in the normal yeah. setting if you weren't a piece of shit. The recent thing, like, again, I just, I, I feel like it, it shouldn't be a surprise to you if your worldview is some people don't deserve shit why you live in a reality where you're experiencing some kind of deficit of human attention. I don't know. That might have something to do with it on a subconscious level. I'm not a fucking guru, but I just love <laughs> you are that... mine now. <laughs> <laughs> but like this idea though, with like conservatives now are like, and you know, we saw a tough guy, Ted Cruz be like, and you know what my pronouns are? They're kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. <laughs> okay. Asshole. Let me guess. You're so fucking secure in your fucking masculinity. I'm, a, I can only imagine because pronouns don't exist. How one of these MAGA patriot fuckwads would be if everyone misgendered them oh. with the wrong pronouns, if that would, but they'd be like, and that's fine, man. Cause that doesn't matter. Cause pro, yeah. like fuck pronouns. Like, okay. Because I would imagine with your very heteronormative worldview that if someone referred to you as, oh, she's mad over and over, are you going to be like, that's fine. I don't care. That doesn't that that completely doesn't even matter to me. That's not part of my identity at all, because I don't even know what a pronoun is linguistically. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, Do you think that there are any people on Rhiannon and then I already forgot the name. Yeah. Rhiannon and then it's app. The right stuff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Hanging in tough that are not white. No. I'm sure, well the one mm, test person they had was Herschel like, Walker's son. Herschel <laughs> yeah, Walker. Oh yeah, Christian. Well no, but I believe I is is he not openly gay or is he not gay? Are we talking about Christian Walker? Yeah. Oh, yeah maybe. Oh that's he right. He's, so he's not well, I'm not allowed. gonna speculate. But either allowed. way. I'm not sure who is going to be on that app. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot. Look, there are plenty of, as I've seen it, 
myself, plenty of people with uh, self-consuming, inward-focused white supremacy that takes over their mind. So sure. they may be there and, you know, that's like the coolest person on the app. Do they get premium <laughs> access? Yeah, not if they have a penis. <laughs> Sorry, you have to pay with all the other losers. But I think what's another interesting thing is there's analysis, too, about dating, how it's generally it's skewing more uh, like men. There are going to be more lonely men as just like if you're looking very narrowly at like cis Oh, but wasn't it because like your standards are go- women's standards are going up? Or just thank, have like more God. realistic boundaries, like not willing to put up with bullshit. So then there's like mm-hmm. men who are like, I, I was raised like fucking with no skills of, of self-awareness. Also, the world is changing around me. Maybe I can go to my app called caveperson.com. <laughs> my and, dick is small. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the outcome of all this is we have less shitty dudes. Thumbs, thumbs way up. Yeah. yeah. See, the problem with that, though, is that I I mean, so I'm reading a book right now, as Rebecca knows, it's called The Men. Mm-hmm. And it is it came out earlier this year. And um, I believe it's Sandra Newman, Newhouse. I'm so sorry. I'll look it up. So I can I will I'll have it by the end of this. But um, it's a Sandra Newman. sci-fi about if um all the men disappeared one day, right. every single person with a Y chromosome disappeared in the same moment from the face of the earth. And also like pregnancies disappeared and like all all y chromosomes disappeared shout out the x6 xx um but it, it's like the idea that all of these shitty men go away is a great one except the problem is, is that in our world the shitty men don't go away they like band together and because become triply shitty and violent right. to everybody yeah. else so we gotta like fix the shitty men yeah but if yeah, they're exactly. on caveman.com then how do we get to them Caveman.com will hopefully then their technologies <laughs> won't evolve past sticks and stones. And like, they'll be they'll be frightened to death at the sight of a fucking flashlight. Right. And that's right. how we beat them. I'll strike um, a match. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah! like, exactly. I'm a demon that you heard about no. in your cave stories. All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 